So firstly, a very warm welcome and uh, welcome along again to our business showcase interviews. Uh, my name is Ron Maycock and I'm the owner of Action Coach Castleford and Business Performance UK. And I'm delighted to be joined by Craig Wardman, uh, who is founder and managing director of Pragmatech Software Solutions. Very good morning to you, Craig. Good morning. Thanks for uh, agreeing to come along and showcasing your business. Um, so before we actually get going, I just wanted to explain what the purpose of these interviews are. We're surrounded by some amazing businesses across Yorkshire and the UK. They've each got their own stories to tell. Um, and these interviews help us share their journeys, showcase their achievements, and ultimately maximise their exposure into the market across the whole of the UK. It's all in the name of abundance. The more is more. And it's all for the benefit of businesses across the UK. So without further ado, uh, Craig, tell me a little bit more about Pragmatech Software Solutions. Yeah, so thanks for having me. Um, so basically, Pragmatech is a software development consultancy. Um, so we offer bespoke software solutions to businesses in all sectors. Um, we do that kind of on a consulting basis, on a freelance basis, and also with our own managed hosting offering. Fantastic. And and what's been your journey to get there? So I've been developing for almost 20 years, um, sort of from university onwards. And then five years ago, I decided to incorporate and become my own business. Um, just had a massive interest in it really since since being really young. Um, so obviously, yeah, I think the interest helped me to sort of develop my skills and, and sort of become the top of my game and had a lot of interest from from people wanting to to get my services so yeah definitely and and, and and has uh, setting up the business been everything that you hoped it would be yeah I think so yeah it's uh, it's great to be self-employed um you just kind of cut away from that employee employer relationship and go with the more sort of client and supplier kind of uh relationship with people no, definitely, and you and and it, it's something that I guess from the, the the sort of software and developing side, whether it's a, a stereotype, um, often people love the technical aspect, the the logical aspect. It's interesting because you said that you like the interaction with the clients as well. So, yeah, yeah. how how does that sort of fit in? Is that is that one of your key uh, key sort of strengths, or almost like a differentiator that you are quite personable? and have the technical skills as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah, because I want the client ultimately to, depending on their sort of level of involvement, some clients have already have in-house teams of developers. And so part of what we offer is kind of bringing those people up to speed as well, mentoring them, making sure that when I've done my bit, they can carry on and, and sort of look after it without any further input from me. On the, on the other side of the spectrum, you've got people who've got no in-house technical knowledge and they don't want to know it. They just want you to interact with them as a business to business and I'll worry about all the technical aspects of it. Um, and it, it, it's interesting because I probably fall into the latter of those. Um, I tend to be, you know, there's, there's certain things that I know the significant benefit of, uh, but will shy away from going this is worth me learning this because it's it's far too much uh, uh, in in depth and it's going to take me far too long. Um, and I'd rather pay somebody who's uh, experienced and knowledgeable and uh, that can just have my back, I guess. And yeah. uh, often often it's uh, an easier way of doing it. But it's interesting that you also work with in-house teams as well to help develop them. Um, so it sounds like a bit of a mix between the consulting and this sort of managed service that you yeah. that, that you can provide so 
typically you mentioned about the clients um what sectors what size or demographic of of uh, of uh, business makes up your ideal client yes i think it's probably not limited by sector because i think you know most businesses can benefit from some kind of software automation whether that's creating websites for their customers to use or just improving their internal business processes with software um size wise it tends to be either smes or larger i think obviously in terms of Budgets, smaller businesses probably don't have the budget to start building bespoke software. Um, and so they'll more, more go off the shelf um, or, or use some spreadsheets and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's it's kind of having the budget and having that really bespoke requirement that where, where I would come in. And, and obviously software development is, is a massive area. It covers almost every aspect. Are there, are there sort of trends, if you like, of... of typically who will benefit most as a as a client it's often good to uh, look at what problem that you solve and who benefits most from having that problem solved um so is is there a sort of a, a target audience is it website orientated or or what what tends to constitute the ideal for you yeah so i think um it's adding value through functionality, really. So the, the basic website that you can build yourself on Wix and, and these kinds of sites, there's no point in me kind of getting involved and trying to compete in that market. Um, th- there's no real value to add there. It's just, you know, an online business card. Um, but if, you, if you're trying to improve your engagement with your customers through online functionality, maybe your customers have to ring you right now and, and get a quote over the phone because your quotes are so specific that you can't just create a product list. You know, I could write code that can, sort of en- encompass that process and, and allow your customers to self-serve online. Um, so obviously in, in terms of benefits, you, your customers benefit, but also you as a business benefit because now you can, you know, concentrate on answering the phone to a general, gen, you know, real inquiries rather than people's mm-hmm. quotes. So is that the, the, the continuous theme that there'll be some kind of end client interaction? So these tend to be consumer orientated or e-commerce or somewhere where there is an inbound um, order inquiry um, and linking it with the back office that that of, of other existing systems that they might already have, I guess. Yeah, I think 99% of the time that's the case. Um, uh-huh. You're kind of wanting to have some kind of customer-facing interactive sort of website. There is some obviously other cases where you just want to build some internal automation um, for your own business. Um, so I remember I worked with a client once upon a time where they basically went from they went around people's houses and tested their pH levels in their hot tubs mm-hmm. and then put in the right ingredients to make it become the right level again. So they just wanted a, an app they could use where they could type in all the different pH levels and it would tell them what ingredients to add. Yep. So that was nothing to do with their end customers. That was just for them rather than having to look up spreadsheets and then, you know, flip through PDFs for different ingredient levels. They could just, it just automated that process for them. So it's anything anything that uh, makes the workflow slightly more efficient, um, yeah, yeah. whether that's inbound or or your actual process as a as a, a, a sort of an end user of the product. Um, and you, you're doing sort of app based as well as websites and and things like that. Are you or I have developed one app which I just put out there sort of a, as a Progatech software product. Yeah. Um, so we do have the skills to build apps, but it's not something I've done a lot of. Uh-huh. 
So you, you, typically, if there was a requirement for that to to roll it out in terms of ex external access, then you probably work with a partner or or, or co-develop it with someone else to, to yeah, actually exactly, do yeah. that. So. Yeah. And and what's what's sort of happening in the industry at the moment? As you said, you you've been doing this for circa twenty odd years. Um, you've been doing this yourself for the last five years. Um, have there been shifts? I mean, obviously, <laughs> we've gone through times that people quite frankly have never expected to experience or or to to go through with lockdowns and so on and so forth there's people working remotely hybrid working so are you seeing challenges that are being thrown out of adaptations that you've had to make over the last few years yes i think there's a few elements to that but obviously the um i mentioned wix earlier but there's, there's others as well like this kind of years ago you know i was building websites just just bog standard e-commerce websites um that kind of thing doesn't tend to happen anymore because you can mm -hmm. build it yourself for the most part there's a lot of e-commerce like shopify as well that you can use um so the work tends to be more specialized but more bespoke um but then in terms of like like say about with the the whole pandemic thing a lot of businesses that weren't online suddenly had this rush to try and get online and i think that trend's kind of continued after the fact because you know, you don't always need bricks and mortar um, in this new world. So you can, you know, you can work remotely, you can shop remotely, you can have things delivered. Um, so a lot of people, you know, they don't need to leave the house as long as you've got a product catalog online and all your ordering processes automated. You know, you, you can you can make your business be online. Um, so that's definitely been a big shift. Uh, and, but and how are you sort of adapting to that? Because I'm guessing that's that's increased the demand in terms of your time. So are there areas that you've become more efficient with with delivery? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's kind of just opened up the clients, really, because before you had to kind of work with clients within West Yorkshire, really, what you can commute to, especially mm -hmm. the clients that want you to come into their offices and sit with them and really go through um, the requirements with them. Uh, where it means is, you know, you've got video calls, you've got virtual reality as well. You can meet clients in there, and so you can work with pretty much anyone in the world. Um, if it came to it, um, so from that from that side, yeah, I think it's it, it kind of frees up a bit more time as well because you don't have that commute time as well, so you you, you can be working a lot longer. Um, yeah, and it and it seems to be the way most industries are going. Um, the the ease of communication, yes, there there is still a a, a definite place for for meeting face to face and actually discussing um the cultural fit how are you going to work together i think sometimes becomes more important in a face-to-face -face rather than necessarily scoping out and the technical bits you can the the moment that you're engaging more with emotion rather than purely logic that should be done face to face and i don't think there is ever going to be a substitute for that um once you've got that emotional connection between the two businesses, then at that point, then everything else can pretty much be done through most effective, most efficient kind of routes, which video conferencing and data file shares and all this kind of thing. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah. But and it's good for you because as I, as I said earlier, there's plenty of people in your industry who don't enjoy the social interaction side of things um they yeah. you know they they're very comfortable in their world of, of logic and developing and uh, it's always good to meet people from that industry who 
do actually enjoy that customer interface and and see it as a great opportunity. But it's clearly exciting times, and um, the the demand, as you say, is going to only go up. Uh, the more and more people sort of say, well, we need to eventually sort out our digital footprint, and and the sooner we can do it, then the less opportunity we're going to pass by um, or have passed us by. So um, brings us pretty much to the end of the interview, actually, Craig. So um, thank you for sharing with us today. Um, sounds really exciting with, with, with what's going on with Pragmatech. You sound like you've got a very good blend of, uh, of different service offerings. Um, ultimately, it's with the customer in, in mind to give them the best solution to meet their needs. Um, yeah, absolutely doesn't sound too prescriptive which is always a good thing so uh, so um if anyone else is uh, who's watching is interested in doing a showcase if you want to showcase your business if you want to increase your reach and get more people aware of what you do just like craig today um just get in touch and we can book you in and you can have your very own um uh, spotlight interview and we can uh, showcase your business so thanks again to craig uh, for joining us today thank you craig thank you and uh, also thanks to everyone else for watching yet another of the Business Showcase interviews. We'll be back soon. Look forward to seeing you then. Take care.